High School Holla. Here it comes. Hello, Chicago. I'm about to tie myself one time on that. Welcome to another Saturday edition of the H2S2 High School Hollow Sports Show. I'm Steven Spoon Ramsey, rapper for the Mendel Monarchs and the great class of 1988. We welcome those of you from across Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports. Gotta give big hollers out to the Marshall, the Lady Commandos, and head coach Dorothy Gators capturing the school's ninth state championship. Congrats also to the Harlan Lady Falcons and coach Eddie Niles for just making it to the championship game with only seven or eight players. That's a great accomplishment in itself. Two of the public league's best in girls basketball. On today's show, we have the H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week featuring two public league schools from the White Conference facing off in the IHSA State Semifinals Class 1A Playoffs. In Diva Sports, we see if the lone team left to represent the public league in girls basketball can make it past the Class 3A Super Sectional. Plus, some other news you can use in City Talk as we discuss more things you should know about college recruiting. It's all on the best show for high school sports the h2s2 we want to hear from you of course on our social media networks on facebook twitter and snapchat you can look us up at urban field house also like the high school holler sports show facebook page we would love to get a thumbs up from you we know some of you are preparing for signing days this spring and if you're an athletic director or student athlete planning to have a signing day event at your school or somewhere let us know the details. We'd love to come out and cover it and celebrate with you. Holler at us directly on any of our social media links and we'll come over, cover your signing day and celebrate with you. Now you know when girls basketball starts to wind down on the state level, the boys basketball starts to kick in. As they trade places, we catch you up on the IHSA boys basketball playoffs starting with a semifinal match in the Class 1A between two public league white conference teams, the John Hope Eagles against the Frederick Douglass Tigers. Our boys basketball game of the week review is next on the H2S2 show. Chicago, what up? This your boy Gerard Haynes from Hales Franciscan High School, home of the Spartans, class of 2004. Stand up. And right now you're tuned in to the high school holler sports show. Tune in right now or you're missing out. Get with it or get lost. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Who do I play for? I play high school basketball for every baller who ever played a pickup game on a driveway, playground, or alley. Because we all share the same dream. I play for buzzer beaters, big time boards, and varying rainmakers. I play high school basketball for the chance to put my hometown in Illinois on the map by playing in a state championship. Only one half of 1% of all high school student athletes play basketball in college. But all 100% of them become adults. That's why playing basketball in their high school team is so important. High school athletes learn life lessons that help them grow up. Lessons that can't be taught in the classroom and often aren't taught at home. I play high school basketball because I love performing in front of a capacity crowd in my hometown gym. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Time now for our boys basketball H2S2 Game of the Week review. Brought to you by 100 Watt Lights. Gear and accessories with artwork designed with a positive message inspired to protect the children. Find out more about them and their organization at their website, 100wattlights.org. 
The number 100, W-A-T-L-I-G-H-T-S dot org. This week, we look to support as many of the Public League boys basketball teams competing for a state championships as we did for the girls. Similar to the girls, the boys' state classifications range from Class 1A through 4A, with the first two classes, 1A and 2A, competing first, and the 3A and 4A teams following. Everyone playing within their regions throughout the city for an opportunity to take a drive to Peoria, Illinois, where the state Final Four will be played at Peoria Civic Center. For the 1A and 2A competition, it's March 8th through the 10th. Then, again, on March 15th through the 17th for Classes 3 and 4A. There were three public league teams competing at these Class 1A semifinals. We told you about John Hope and Frederick Douglass, our game of the week. Also competing in the first game at Paul Robeson High School was the Finger Titans against Providence St. Mel Knights. Coach Stephen Cullum and the Finger Titans fell short in the effort to advance, thus ending their season. We were able to talk to Coach Cullum after the game to reflect on the Titans' season and a quick outlook for next year. High School Holler. Ramsey with the High School Hall of Sports Show here at the Boys IHSA State Class 1A semifinal round. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Finger Titans, Stephen Cullum. Tough loss for you guys in this semifinal round. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's something to learn from, though. We'll come back better next year. I guarantee it. You had a young squad coming into this. When you look over your season, talk about the journey it took to get here. Well, you know, we definitely had our challenges, you know, with such a young team. Not knowing what to expect from us coming into the year. I think we definitely made a building block, though, this year. Winning regionals, that was one of our goals. We set out and we accomplished that. So we got something to build on for next year. We got a young budding star in the city, and uh, Donovan Taylor. Uh, he's probably the, the best-kept secret in the city right now. And where do you go in the locker room and tell these young guys? You got to get to work. For my seniors, you know, it's being accountable in life. You know, we had kids missing practice and stuff, days up leading up to the game, so we wasn't at 100% where we could have been, you know. So I'm just trying to get these guys to learn to be more accountable in their lives, professional lives, being to work on time, showing up every day, you know what I'm saying? That's that, that type of things, you know, is helps you be successful in life. Coach Collin from the H2S2 show, we've covered these finger titans before, and they're on the right track with you at the head. Good luck for next year. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thanks. High School Holler. Now, Finger Titan loss means one of these two teams would have the opportunity to represent the Public League in the Class 1A sectional championship game against Providence St. Mel. Which brings us to this week's H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week, featuring two teams out of the Public League White Conference. The John Hope Eagles, repping for the White Central, took on the Frederick Douglass Tigers, repping for the White West. We had a chance to talk to both coaches on their team's road to the IHSA Class 1A semifinal matchup. Here's head coach Brandon Parker for the John Hope Eagles, along with coach Dennis White for the Frederick Douglass Tigers. High School Holler. From the IHSA State Class 1A semifinal round where the Douglas Tigers take on the John Hope Eagles. And I'm joined now with the head coach of the Eagles, Brandon Parker. Great time right now. Your team has advanced to the semifinal round. Right, playoff time. You know, I think uh, a lot of coaches always told me, you know, my team always come around at the, at the right time. You know, we had a rough season, you know, in the White Central. Uh, I lost a lot last year. I had about five seniors. A couple of them went on to play college ball. But uh, I got a great group of kids here who have uh, bought in over the last month or so, and they're ready to play ball. And Coach Parker, talk about the journey all season long, from the start of the season to the semifinal round. Uh, really, I had a lot of guys, uh, when they came back, their work ethic was kind of bad. You know, they really weren't bought into the system. Got a, a lot of young guys as well. Like I said, I got about three or four, sen three seniors now, and the rest are pretty much sophomores. So, you know, they kind of just really wanted to do what they wanted to do, thinking basketball was going to come easy, especially because they're starting now. You know, so, you know, they thought they could just do whatever. So now, you know, they finally bought in, you know, let them know that it's not it's not going to be easy. Uh, a lot of them rode the bench for a while, you know, because they thought it was going to be an easy road. Like I said, they finally bought in and they ready to play now. Well, you take on the Frederick Douglass Tigers, also out of the 
Public League White Conference. What do you know about your opponent tonight? Uh, so I actually traveled uh, an hour out of the way Saturday to go uh, see him play. Uh, so I know they like to do a lot of shooting. Number 25, and, I mean, number 20 and number 35 are their uh, best two players. So, you know, uh, we're going to try to limit their shooting, box out, rebound, and put some pressure on them, move the ball. You know, I think that's one thing that we're, uh, we're good at. We're fast, we're scrappy, uh, and I think that's something that they don't necessarily have. You know, two things you can't teach is height and heart. I think they got the height, we got the heart. And I think the heart is going to gonna take us all the way. Well, for those listeners who have yet to see this young Eagles team perform, who are some of the players that's going to be key in an Eagle victory tonight? Oh, uh, man, Darius, my uh, point guard. You know, he's been with me, you know, all four years. He's a senior. He's got three regional championships on his belt. So he's been here before. We also have Giorgio Franklin, who is also a senior. He's got three regional championships under his belt. And we got D'Angelo Walton, who's a senior. He's got three regional champions under their belt. So they're, they're ready to play. They're, they're not ready to go home. You know, like I said, everybody was doubting us because they were going to close us. But, you know, the kids got some uh, breath of fresh air once they realized we were going to stay open. And they came ready to play. But also watch out for a sophomore, number two, Maurice Hicks. Got a lot of energy. A lot of energy. He guards you 100 feet. Not 94, but 100 feet. And I love him. For people who don't know the style of play, give me one word to describe your team's style of play. Hard. Play. We're going to play hard. That's it. We're going to play hard as we can. We're going to give it all. We only got eight guys, but those eight guys are going to play, and they're going to play hard. And Coach Parker, if you had to give a letter grade to the performance of your team throughout these state playoffs, what letter grade would you give them? Through the state playoffs, i give it a B. B, baby, B minus. I expect so much more of them. Good luck tonight, and we'll see you at half. All right, thank you so much. I appreciate it. High School Holla. Joined now with the head coach of the Tigers, Dennis White. Your team made it all the way to the semifinal rounds in the state Class 1A playoff. Yeah, it's been a rough season so far, but hey, for the end of the season is what really matters. I think we're playing our best basketball right now. Uh, a couple of my guys, uh, uh, John Banks and Tyshawn, are really doing a great job of leading this team. I think we're I think we're in the right spot. We've earned it. We had a great game against Rochelle. It was a nail-biter, so hopefully we're ready for this one tonight. And talk about the journey from the start of the season to this point for your team to make it this far. We went through a lot of struggles early, you know, because people had family problems, kids were being, were just getting injured, so I never had a starting lineup, and that's one of the reasons our record was just so bad. But it wasn't until the last month that everybody got healed, things started working out at home, and you know, so now we're finally starting to play some good ball. I think now we're finally a team that's ready to win some four games. All right, well, you take on another Public League white foe in the John Hope Eagles. What do you know about your opponents tonight? Well, I know they do. They run multiple zone traps at half court, and I know they got uh, one kid, uh, Hopkins and the other little guard, Hicks. And so they got two little, what I call water bugs. They're everywhere. And so I've got to learn to contain these water bugs. We've got to contain these water bugs out here and make sure they don't get into our defense and start causing problems for us. And who are some of the key players on the Tigers team that we need to keep our eye on that's going to be a key for a win? Uh, John Banks, number 20. Tyshawn Bryant, number 35. Stephon Williams. Those are our seniors right there. But those three right now are really doing a great job of leading our team, leading our team in scoring, rebound and assists, those three are really doing it all. So I'm expecting a big night from those guys tonight. When you talk about the style of play of your team, give me one word to describe your team's style. Our style right now, I'd say our style is pretty aggressive. We're an aggressive man defensive team. And if you had to give a letter grade to this team on how they've been performing in these state playoffs, what letter grade would you give them? Right now, I'd give us a B because we're not right where we need to be yet. All right, well, good luck, Coach, tonight, and we'll look to talk to you at the half. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. High School Holler. Now, the start of this game was slow as both teams were struggling with what appeared to be a little nerves playing in the game that neither team has ever gotten to in previous years or in quite a long time. The first score of the game didn't come until the 423 mark in the first quarter with a two-point jumper by the Tigers senior to Sean Bryant, who followed it up with another score on a monster dunk for two. That put the Eagles, who would get their first points, with 2.28 left to play in the first quarter from senior Giorgio Franklin, who drops two shots from the free throw line. Add buckets by senior Darius Hopkins and sophomore Maurice Hicks. That would be all the scoring in the first quarter for the Hope Eagles. The Douglas Tigers would be led by their senior, Tashawn Bryant, who scored six points in the quarter. Joined by his senior classmate, Stephen Williams, with a long three-pointer. And John Banks with a bucket that would end the scoring for the Tigers in the first quarter. The first quarter was a low-scoring one, with both teams scoring a combined 17 points between them. And the Douglas Tigers leading the Hope Eagles 11 
to six heading into the second quarter of action. The second quarter would even itself out between these two teams as they both would only manage to score nine points in eight minutes, this time partially to some decent defense from both squads. The Douglas Tigers had big blocks from junior Davion Williams to stop some of the offensive pressure coming from the Eagles. While the scrappy player of the Hope Eagles came through during the second quarter, which led to a few trips to the foul line. The Eagles would stay close thanks to some shots from the charity strike by seniors Darius Hopkins, D'Angelo Walton, and back-to-back -back scores from sophomore Hezekiah Brewster, which all came in the first four minutes of this quarter. The Tigers' limp would score off of rebounds and several putbacks with their first points of the quarter coming at 3.49 in the second by senior Stephon Williams that would be followed by a set of scores by juniors Orlando Robinson and two shots from the line by Davion Williams. We enter the halftime with the Frederick Douglass Tigers leading the John Hope Eagles by five. 20 to 15. Here's halftime comments from both coaches, Dennis White and Brandon Parker. High School Holla. Halftime of our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week, where the Frederick Douglass Tigers lead John Hope Eagles. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Tigers, Dennis White. Talk about your team's performance in the first two quarters. Uh, first of all, we're doing a poor job offensively. We're not taking care of the basketball. We're not getting to our spots quickly enough. We're allowing the trap to, you know, to get us, and we're just doing a poor job. We're losing offensive possessions because of stupid turnovers. And what would you go in the half and tell your team and come out in the second half to adjust? Take better care of the basketball, get our spots a whole lot quicker, and start taking the ball to the basket more instead of settling for three-point shots. All right, good luck in the second half. Thanks, appreciate it. High School Holla. I'm joined with the head coach of the Eagles, Brandon Park, and coach, you're down only by five. Yeah, we're down by five, and once again, we're not playing hard, which is what I said that we should do at the beginning of the game. We play hard, we can win ball games. But right now, we're stagnant. We're on offense. We're letting the man-to-man -man affect us. With a team like us, how scrappy as we are, a man-to-man -man should be something that we're looking at and we should look forward to. Right now, we're just not playing hard. You know, a lot of guys are playing timid. They're very uh, passive, but they're not even passing the ball. So that's very interesting. So I'm just trying to get the guys a little bit of encouragement, tell my seniors to step up, and we just got to put our foot to the game. And let's go. That's really all it is. And what would be the adjustments we can expect in the second half? Oh, we're going to try to open the floor up a little bit more. You know, we open the floor, try to get some dribble penetration. If they help, drive and kick. Uh, my shooter number 11 is a little off right now. You know, he was a little sick the last couple days. But I encourage him to keep shooting. You know, and so he's only a sophomore, but he can shoot the basketball. He can shoot the cover off of it. So I look for him to get some things. And we got to do a better job on the defensive rebounds. They're kind of, they've got second chance rebounds. They've played their best basketball. We haven't, and we're only down by five. That was both head coaches, and after the break, we'll take a look at the second half of our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week featuring the John Hope Eagles and the Frederick Douglass Tigers on the High School Holler Sports Show. Holla back! Praise the Lord! Need life? Get Life and Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. for weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suite located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Orland Park, Illinois. High School Holla. Let's go, 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 go. Welcome back to the H2S2 show and our boys basketball game of the week brought to you by 100 Watt Lights. Remember, you can find out more about them and their effort to protect the children by visiting their website at 100wattlights.org. That's the number 100 W-A-T-L-I-G-H-T-S. We head into the third quarter with the Douglas Tigers leading the Hope Eagles 20 to 15. 
Now, if you're just joining us, the first and second quarters of play were slow and sluggish due to some possible nerves and, of course, what's at stake, a chance to advance to the sectional championship. Compared to the first half of this game, the second half, both teams would come out fairly better as the Tigers' junior, Davion Williams, got a score right away early to start off the quarter. That would be answered by two points from the Eagles' senior, D'Angelo Walton. The Tigers and Eagles would trade baskets back and forth with strong drives from the Eagles' sophomore, Malik Bryant. Things for the Tigers would heat up from their seniors, John Banks, who would drain a long three-point to start the scoring off for the Tigers. That would be followed up by a short jumper by Tashawn Bryant, which would hold on to the Tigers' lead. The last 50 seconds of the third quarter would see the Eagles inch a little closer into the Tigers' lead, all sparked by a steal and score from senior Darius Hopkins, which kept the Eagles within five points, 25-30. to 30. After a strong defensive stop by the Hope Eagles, they would play for the last shot of the third quarter. And senior Giorgio Franklin would deliver with a big three to find the Hope Eagles trailing the Douglas Tigers only by two, 30-28, leading into the fourth and final quarter of play. The fourth quarter would start with the Tigers losing their first possession out of bounds, turning the ball back over to the Eagles. That's when sophomore Maurice Hicks would take a smooth drive down the lane and tie things up at 30 apiece with less than six minutes to play. Tiger senior Tashawn Bryant would answer with a quick drive for two points, giving the lead back to the Douglas Tigers 32-30. The quarter would see a total of three ties and would eventually be decided within the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. The Tigers would score back-to-back buckets thanks to junior Davion Williams off of a sweet no-look pass from John Banks and converting a few shots from the free throw. Let's fast forward to the last 25 seconds of the game. Douglas Tigers lead it 39-35. Senior John Banks is at the line shooting two and hits only one shot of a one-and-one situation. But prior to his second shot, a technical foul is called against the Tigers, giving the Eagles two shots and the ball out of bounds down by four. The Eagles send their seasoned senior to the line, Demetrius Hopkins, who drops in both shots. Now the Eagles are only down by two with seconds left to play and the ball, 39 to 37. The Douglas Tigers defense would be all over the Eagles, denying a shot. And with six seconds left in the game, the Eagles coach Brandon Parker calls a quick timeout to draw up its final play. Out of the timeout, the Eagles would be unable to get off a shot, fouling and sending the Tigers to the line to hit one of two out of a one-on-one situation. The Tigers now lead it 40 to 37. A second is left on the clock. Down by three, the Eagles are fouled and sent to the free throw line with a chance, as everyone in the gym knew, to hit the first shot and miss the second for a chance for a putback and score, hopefully to tie things up at 40 apiece. It was silent in the gym. Sophomore Malik Bryant steps to the line for the first of two shots. And all of a sudden, a group from the stands who were obvious Douglas Tiger fans yell out, Loose Squares! Yes, Loose Squares. It not only made everyone in the entire gym bust out in laughter, it made the shooter miss the first shot and seal the win for the Douglas Tigers over the Hope Eagles 40-37. to Here's the post-game interviews with both head coaches and our shining stars of the game from the Douglas Tigers seniors, John Banks with 10 points and Tyshawn Bryant who led all scorers in the game with 14 points. High School Holla. Stevenson at the end of our H2S2 boys basketball game of the week where the John Hope Eagles just fell to the Frederick Douglass Tigers. I'm joined now with the head coach Brian Parker and coach Tough Loss in the semifinal round. Yeah, it definitely was a tough loss. Uh, we didn't play as hard as we normally do in the last, like the last three games and it came back and bit us. Uh, like I said, one thing I said before the beginning, at the beginning of the game was play hard. We did not play as hard as we could and it, it showed and that's why we're going home today. So I don't, honestly, you know, not, no, no disrespect, Douglas 
Brooklyn's played a great game, but I think we just played to the level of our competition in terms of energy. Down to the wire at the end of the fourth period. What did you have drawn up with those last six seconds? The play we normally uh, run called Chicago, try to get a shooter to the corner, then the next shooter step up. But, uh, you know, we didn't make a good pass and the bounce back, and we took a bad shot. That's normally a play that has worked for us, but once again, our execution was bad tonight. So that's just kind of how the cookie crumbled. And what do you go in the locker room and tell these guys? I pretty much tell the guys, you know, the seniors, address them first, you know, let them know, you know, that it was a great four years. I mean, three out of four regionals is, is a hell of an accomplishment. To the rest of the guys, you know, they decide, you know, they, they want to come back, you know, because a couple of them already want to transfer because of the school closing. Now we got to get in the gym. We didn't get in the gym as much as we should at the beginning of the school year. And, you know, not to say that it, it, it showed at the end, but it kind of did because we didn't execute. We weren't as strong as we should have been. Uh, missed a lot of box out. We missed a lot of free throws, though, as well. So we got to get in the gym. We got to work on free throws. Where do you take away from this game to prepare for next year? Honestly, I just feel like it, 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 it all kind of fell on us. Like I said, I don't think Douglas did anything special at all. Uh, like I said, I prepared the guys. We just did not execute as well. But once again, that comes from um, taking basketball. You got to take basketball seriously. Like I said, a lot of these guys think that basketball is just a game. I mean, even though it's a game, but it still prepares you for life and things of that nature. But we didn't prepare at the beginning, and it kind of bit us in the end. Coach, congratulations on a great season, and we look forward to covering you next year. I would much appreciate it. Yeah, we'll definitely be back. All right. All right. And I'm joined now with the head coach of the Frederick Douglass Tigers and the winning coach, Dennis White. How you feel? Uh, I feel a little sad, but I feel good. It's one of those things you call winning ugly. We did not play well at all. We didn't take care of the basketball. We didn't attack the presses the way we should have. And I was just really shocked at my guys. I thought we would have greater intensity in this game, and we just didn't show it. So much on the line. What do you take away now you're advancing to this championship? I take away the fact that we grinded it out. It got to be a close game. It got to be a tight game, but we held our composure, and we got some good shots. We got some good close shots into the basket. So sometimes maybe a grind-out win is what you need heading into a championship game on Friday. What did you tell them after this tough grind-out win? I told them I was disappointed in the way we played because I thought we should have played a whole lot better than we did. But I was thankful to, to God. We said we better thank Jesus that we got this W out of this. And so that, you know, but we got to do a lot better job. And what will you work on overall getting ready to go into Friday's sectional championship game? We're watching Providence St. Mo. We're going to have to work on ball pressure. They do a great job picking you up three-quarter court man. Then you come across there and then they do some run and jump and a little bit of trapping out of there. So we're, we're going to have to do a better job handling the ball against pressure and then getting to our spots quicker when they go to trap. And what do you like to say to the Douglas Tigers people who came out here and supported these Tigers? Well, the fans that were out here are the ones who are always here for us. And I'm just so thankful that they show up and come to the games and drive way out here because it's not a short trip. When I get back to school, I thank them every day. I appreciate you guys. And maybe I'll just have to take some out for lunch or two. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck on Friday night. And, Coach, we look to see how far the Douglas Tigers can go. All right. Hey, pray for us, would you? Thank you. High School Holla. Here with our shining stars, none other than John Banks and Tashawn Bryant. Let's start with you, John. How you feel about the win? Feel great. Accomplished something that nobody ever did before. And Douglas, who we continue this on the road. And Tashawn, talk about how this team's gelling together at the right time. Uh, we communicating a lot. They weren't there before, but hope we keep on doing it. Now, for those who have yet to see this Douglas Tiger team, John, how good is this team? We're actually really good once we come together and play together. What was it like coming into today? Was it any stress? This is semifinal rounds of the Class 1A, and now you're headed to the championship round. I mean, it wasn't no stress, but we knew what we had to do to get them out the way early. Tashawn, slow start for your squad today, but you guys pulled it out at the end. What do you think you guys take away from this game to prepare for the championship? Well, a little less turnovers, communication, D, the whole, the whole defensive thing. Now, what do you want to tell the people now that you're going to the sectional championship game? Keep watching them. We're going to keep it going. All right, those are our two shining stars of the game, Tashawn Bryant and John Banks. Congratulations, brother. Thanks. Thanks. High School Holla. Now, the Frederick Douglass Tigers would go on in the sectional championship game at Paul Robeson High School yesterday to face Providence St. Mel in a losing effort, 89-50, to making them the final public league team to be eliminated in the Class 1A state playoffs. Meanwhile, we had publicly represented in other state playoff games this week. Let's look at the teams that competed in each of the boys' basketball state playoffs, starting with Class 2A sectional championship games. Coach Harvey Jones and the Coralist Trojans beat moments in the Clifton Central sectional, 67-43. Senior George Cundit and junior Gabriel Balsey each had 16 points, while senior Kobe Mapp and junior Deshaun Dyson scored 15 points in a win to advance to the Super Sectionals in DeKalb, Illinois, on the campus of Northern Illinois University. Ah! 
Coach Lou Adams and the Orr Spartans moving on, defeating Elmhurst Illinois Catholic College Prep 55-29. to Seniors Raquan Drake had 15 points and Danny Smith with 11 points in their win to move on to play in the Joliet Central Supersectionals on Tuesday. Marshall loses to Chicago Hope Academy 81-69, ending the Marshall Commandos season in Class 3A. Regional championships games were played yesterday. Public league scores go like this. Coach Wolf Nelson and the Farragut Admirals, winners over Urban Prep Bronzeville 67-41. They move on to the sectionals. DePaul College Prep beat Foreman 52-23. St. Rita, 10-point winners over Limbloom Eagles 53-43. St. Lawrence over Hyde Park. The Thunderbirds lose it 56-51 in a close one. Coach Goody and the Bogan Bengals win a dozen over Urban Prep Inglewood 67-55. Coach Nick Irvin and the Morgan Park Mustangs drop CVS Cavaliers 70-57. The Western House Warriors fall to Dealer Cell Meteors 56-45. There's five games in the Class 4A featuring public league teams. Brother Rice over Kenwood 78 to 39. Simeon 11 points better than Creek Monique 77 to 66 for the Wolverines win. Curie Condors over Riverside Brookfield 67 to 59. Lincoln Park and an overtime victory over Oak Park River Forest 74 to 70. That was a close one there. The Whitney Young Dolphins advance with a win over Westchester 67 to 50. I gotta say this to all of our teams competing on the road. You know there ain't no love for the heart of the city. Ain't no love for a public league team. So you just got to put points up, baby. You just got to win. That's how you get in. Just points and win. Because if you're looking for a call, it ain't going to go for y'all. That's all I got to say on that. Stay with us for after this. Hey, ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports, located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's Original Barbecue Barbecue sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Hi, I'm Leah Fisher Snow from the class of 1964. You're listening to the only show that lets you know all about high school sports, the H2S2 with Stephen Spoon Ramsey. Out. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show and our Diva Sports segment, brought to you by our friends at CP Travel Squad. For the best in cruises, resort vacations, and to book a vacation with an unforgettable experience, call Monera at 312-371-5985. You can also check out other great deals on Facebook at CP Travel Squad. The official sponsors of the H2S2 Diva Sports segment and this girls basketball game of the week. While this public league was well represented last week at the Class 2A Championship by the Lady Commandos of Marshall and the runner-ups Harlan Lady Falcons, we were left with one lone public league team still alive in the Class 3A state playoffs, and they made it all the way to the IHSA Super Sectional game at Concordia University in River Forest, Illinois. Coach Gary Bell and his Bogan Lady Bengals would be the only CPS school representing the public league in these girls' basketball state playoffs, and they would take on Coach Ed Stritzel and his tough Nazareth Lady Roll Runner team out of LaGrange Park. The winner would advance and take a road trip down to our state, Illinois State University, and Redbird Arena, also known as Doug Collins Arena. I didn't know that last week. I just found that out. For a chance to go to the Class 3A Championship Final Four. We talked with both coaches to find out their team's role to the Super 
sectionals. Here's what they had to share. Talk about the road to the state finals. I was it for the ladies. We had a lot of injuries to start the season off. We went up and down all season. Two with injuries. We had people out on the early part of the year. We had some tough games that we lost that we should have won. And all of a sudden, they got together. See, what we've been through this year with the little injuries and the little adversity, I kept their head. I'm fine. Ooh, Talk about the journey here to the state playoffs. How tough is it? And what was it for the Lady Rollins? It was, I think, our schedule prepared us for this. You know, we played four teams this year that we had to play twice. We had to play Marion Catholic twice. We played Maris twice. And then we knew we had to play St. Joe twice and then Sunwick. So we knew that was one of our goals. Let's make sure we beat every team the second time. And we won 4 and all. So that was a great, uh, that was a great, actually we won 8 and all because we played each team twice. Thought our schedule got us ready for tonight. Playing Whitney Young about two weeks ago, we knew they were going to come at us. And I thought that was a perfect preparation for tonight. Now the Lady Bengals will find themselves in a battle throughout the first half of this ball game. The Lady Roadrunners would immediately get things started through junior Annie Stritzel, who would look to counter the hustle of the Lady Bengals with a few strong drives to the basket and would lead her team in scoring in the first half with a total of 16 points. The Lady Bengals would fight to find some rhythm behind senior Tayan Collier, who led her team in scoring in the first half with 10 points. The Lady Bengals would get most of their points shooting 80% from the line, converting 7 of 9 free throws. While the Lady Roadrunners would shoot 70% from the line, but would go with a total of 20 attempts, converting 16 of those free throws. See where I'm headed with this? Mm-hmm. In two quarters, the Lady Roadrunners would lead the Lady Bengals in the first quarter, 18 to 13. And by halftime, that six-point lead would double to 12, 35 to 23. Uh-huh, you see where I'm going with this? Ain't no love from the girls from the city. We talked with Coach Stritzel of Nazareth and Coach Bell from Bogan about their team's first half. High School Holler. Even School Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show here at the Super Sectional IHSA State Playoffs. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Nazareth Roadrunner, Coach Ed Stritzel. I'm good, Coach. Assess your team's performance in the first half. Um, I, th- I thought we played hard. We know Bogan's really good and they play hard. Um, I th- we missed some layups late that kind of hurt us a little bit. Gary's in foul trouble. Our big kids, we gotta, she's got to be smarter on her fouls. Uh, but it's a great game. I mean, it's two great teams going for a state championship on here, so it's a great thing. And what adjustments can we expect? I mean, we got to keep Gary out of foul trouble, and it's easier said than done. we got to keep, uh, we got to handle a ball pressure, and we got to keep Gary out of foul trouble. Good luck, Thank director. You. Thank you. High School Holler. I'm joined now at the half with head coach Gary Bell. Coach Bell, assess your team's performance in the first half. Start off a little slug. A little sluggish. Um, we were missing our assignment defensively, and I think we got away from a little bit of our assignment defensively. Then they got together, then we started to pick up. I think that we got that late start, you know, that hurt us the, the first half. Well, what adjustments will you be making in the second half? We got to play hard, man. We just got to play. We got to do a good job of executing offensively. We got to attack the basket. We got to do a better job of attacking the basket. And we got to just basically box out. That's it, man. And we just got to play. We, we playing like we timid. We scared. We, we playing like we playing careful not to lose instead of playing to win. All right, we'll catch you after game. Okay, thank you. Thank you. High school holler. That was both Coach Gary Bell of Bogan and Coach Ed Stritzel of Nazareth. After the break, we'll recap the second half of our H2S2 Diva Sports Girls Basketball Game of the Week as the Bogan Lady Bengals battle the Nazareth Lady Roadrunners in the state class 3A super sectional playoff round. More to come on a high school holler sports show. With a name like Cruise Planners, you might expect us to only sell, well, cruises. But in fact, what we sell are unforgettable travel experiences, regardless of where you're headed or how you'll get there. Because we believe the freedom to travel should come with a freedom of choice. We call it our cruisitude, a positive outlook on life and zest for travel. Whether you're looking for an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean, a history-rich European tour, an exciting African safari, an intimate river cruise, a memorable ocean voyage, or a destination wedding of a lifetime. Cruise Planners helps take the stress and burden of planning it all off your shoulders. Because we understand the hardest part about travel is the actual planning. 
You know, spending hours upon hours online comparing prices, reading hotel reviews from people you don't even know, and trying to figure out what to do when you get there. I mean, why spend four weeks planning your one-week vacation? It can take the fun out of the experience. But luckily, Cruise Planners Travel Advisors are travel rock stars. All of our travel agents are travelers like you, but have an encyclopedia of travel knowledge. So just let them know what you want to experience, and like that, they can personally design your ultimate vacation, no matter your travel style or budget. And you can take all of that knowledge with you when you download the Cruise Planners mobile app. So much travel information right in the palm of your hand. Cruise Planners is an American Express travel representative and also has access to exclusive travel offers so you won't have to worry about whether you're getting the best value for your experience. Your Cruise Planners travel professional is here to help turn your travel dreams into a travel reality. So contact your Cruise Planners travel advisor today. This is Alasia Hardy representing everyone from the class of 2016. Holla. That's my girl. Welcome back to the H2S2 show and our Diva Sports Girls Basketball Game of the Week. Thanks to our friends at CP Travel Squad. Remember, you can check out some of their great deals on Facebook. It's CP Travel Squad, the official sponsors of H2S2 Diva Sports segment. We head into the third quarter of play with the Bogan Lady Bengals down by 12 points to the Lady Roadrunners of Nazareth, 35-23. to 23. Things wouldn't get much better for Bogan as some tough calls from who else? The refs would place the Lady Bengals further behind, even with great efforts from the Lady Bengals seniors, Tyon Collins with 16 points, Lamaria Johnson with 10 points, Amarni Turner and British Keys both scoring 7 points, and intense defense throughout the quarter from Cecilia Mosley. The combination in the second half of this game by the Lady Roadrunners senior Alessa Gary along with junior Giovanna Martinucci both scoring 12 points and add 18 more points from Annie Stritzel with 10 points combined by senior Marissa Metz and junior Sophia Collada. The 33-24 run in the second half by the Nazareth Lady Roadrunners was just too much for the Bogan Lady Bengals to overcome, especially when at times in the third and fourth quarter, the refs stopped the momentum of the Lady Bengals with some bogus calls, especially one charge on a player who was literally pushed from the back and tackled from the front to the floor by two other players. Placing a few key players in foul trouble for the Lady Bengals, the game would end by the Lady Bengals losing and the public league chances of bringing home another state title ending at the Class 3A Super Sectionals. We got a chance to hear from Nazareth head coach Ed Stritzel along with our shining star of the game, Junior Annie Stritzel, who led all scorers in the game with 34 points and 5 steals, and along with Bogan head coach Gary Bell on his final thoughts over the Lady Bengals season. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey here at the Class 3A IHSA State Playoffs Super Sectional. The Bogan Lady Bengals just fell to the Nazareth Lady Roadrunners. I'm joined now with the head coach, Coach Gary Bell. Tough loss, man. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I, I really wanted the game for my seniors who are went once went down state um, in 2015. They now senior member CC, and then they've been down there. So I wanted them to enjoy that that ride, but it didn't happen. But Nazareth was a good team. It was a good team. Uh, I thought the girls, they never stopped playing. They fought, and I, I really appreciate that, that they never gave up. And, and Coach, when you, when you talk about a game like this, this is probably our fourth state playoff with a, a public league team. It's kind of hard to play five on eight. I can say that, but I don't want you to have to push, push yourself in that. But it's kind of hard for the city teams to play five on eight. It is. It is. I, I thought the referees down the stretch kind of, you know, bailed them out a little bit. Um, and it took, it took away our fire. You know, we started playing real careful, so that hurt us. We lost that fire. We lost that intensity. Um, our, our griminess, you know, we couldn't, get, we couldn't get no rhythm because the referee, every time we would make a play, the referee would call something. Not blaming it on the ref, but I, I thought no, but, that. But it, that yeah, was like I said, I'll politically say that yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk about coming into the locker room. What do you say to your team after a loss like this? Hey, I told them today that y'all, you are my hero. 
I was proud that they never stopped playing. Most teams will face some adversity and they will stop playing. I, I couldn't ask for no better team. They were my heroes. Like I say, most kids would have folded. They would just stop playing. They kept going. They kept cheering for each other. They kept their cool. And you got eight seniors on this squad that in their season today. What did you say specifically to them? I told them that beyond faithfulness, that God is going to continue to bless you all because y'all left here with character. Character is a blessing. All eight of my good students, they're all going off to school. So that's a win-win situation. What do you take away from this game moving forward with the juniors and the sophomores that you have coming up? Just compete. Just compete through adversity. Just compete. Don't give up. You know, don't give up. Just compete. That's, that's what I like. And Coach, last but not least, your final word to the Bogan faithful who came out here. There was not a seat vacant behind your bench. We had to sit at the other end of the floor. Hey, you know what I love about uh, my parents, the Bingo Nation, is the fact that we got support. And that's, that's, that's awesome. That's real awesome. Great season, Coach, and you know how we do. We'll see you next year. See you next year, baby. High School Holla. Stephen Spoon Ramsey with the High School Hall of Sports Show here at the Class 3 AIHSA State Super Sectional Playoff Game where the Nazareth Lady Roadrunners just defeated the Bogan Lady Bengals. And I'm joined now with the head coach and our shining star of the game, Coach Ed Strittel and Annie Strittel. How does it feel? It's great. You know, we set a goal for ourselves back in June. We put this team together. We set a goal for ourselves that we didn't want to have a great season, that we want. We were in it to win this thing, and we've called, we have a little slogan. It's called a TTP, Trust the Process. And we knew that playing the toughest, such a tough schedule, it's going to be a long, grinding haul. And we also wanted to peak in March 3rd, not in January, not in February. So we, we think we're doing that right now. And talk about the tremendous performance of Annie here. Yeah, Annie, uh, Annie you know anybody that knows basketball knows she's I she's I think she's the best scorer in the state of Illinois you know and uh, but I think when no, really no one really uh, pays attention was her defense she had five steals tonight we put her on the best perimeter number 12 did a tremendous job there she's a two-way player and I think uh, I think she showed everybody that tonight Coach, what do you take away from this game moving forward you're advancing yeah you know different style I think that's what I love about our schedule we played all sorts of teams with different styles teams that press us trap us size guards I think that's going to prepare us for downstate. It looks like we're going to play pre-central, and they're a really well-coached team. So it's going to be a different style tonight, but I think our our, our schedule has got us hopefully ready for the night. what we have coming next Friday and Saturday. And Coach, you got to talk to the Lady Roadrunner faithful that came out here and packed out. Yeah, Jim was just tremendous, you know what I mean? And, and it would have been bigger, but our boys are playing a regional tonight. So I think our student section was a little light, believe it or not, but they'll be here hopefully Friday and Saturday. I got to have a fun question for yeah. you, Coach. How fun is it coaching in? It's great. Uh, I was lucky enough to coach my older daughter, Trisha, at my former high school. It's something uh, It's just something I'll always cherish and uh, I try to, she's such a great player that I, as a coach and a father, you don't want to pub your kid too much, but it's hard not to uh, what she did tonight. You well, know which I mean? one is yeah. tougher, the father's side or the coach's side? The father's side, <laughs> yeah. Father's side is a lot harder, you know, um, but a great kid, great player. And let's talk to the shine the star of the game, Annie Spitzel, and how you feel about this big win? You performed lights uh, I really can't put it into words. I'm just, I love my team. I love my coaching staff. I think, I mean, we set a goal for ourselves to begin the year. That wasn't to win a super sectional, but it feels really good winning one, too. And what was the mindset for you girls coming into this season to make it this far? Um, like you said, trust the process. Um, we don't just say that, we actually mean it. And really emphasize that during practice and games that it's going to be a process but like if we trust it we knew that we have the talent to do it and to make something out of it. And how does it feel when a team like this and going through meeting different opponents throughout the season and coming here was it stressful? Uh, we try not to put too much stress on ourselves we kind of just say play our game like we know we have the probably the most talented starting five in the state of Illinois we know if we play our game that we're going to do fine so not too much stress just kind of exciting. From a player standpoint, what did you take away from the night going forward? Um, definitely just keeping my composure through like adversity and stuff. Um, we knew they were, they were going to come at us hard and I think our schedule definitely prepared us this entire year.
And I want you to have an opportunity, too, to tell the Nazareth faithful how you felt about them coming out tonight. I mean, they're great every single game. Uh, we expect no different from them. They're awesome. They always support us. And it's just amazing that last year we didn't have this type of fan base. It's crazy. I got to ask Coach and Dad, but I got to ask you, which is greater, Colton or the Dad part? I mean, got to say the dad part, but I mean, I love the coaching too. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful to see. Congratulations to you guys, and good luck downstate. It's a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. High School Holla. Congratulations once again to the Nazareth Lady Roadrunners. Best of luck later today in the rest of the Class 3A State Girls Basketball Finals. Also, to all of the Public League Girls Basketball programs and schools, we had the pleasure to cover this season. Also, throughout the city and state playoffs, it's been a lot of fun interviewing some of the old friends that we made, coaches and student-athletes, and making some new friends this year for next year. We always encourage those of you within the city of Chicago and communities throughout to come out and support high school girls athletics your support continues to keep as we often say here in diva sports segment young sisters heads heels and standards high in athletics and in life so remember hashtag girls play too is a fact not just a movement time for a little track and softball so look forward to seeing all of you come out when we come and cover those games another great way you can support area high school student athletes is by supporting the Urban Fieldhouse Foundation. Through donating your time, talent, and resources, we can make a difference for our area student-athletes. For more information on how you can help, visit the Urban Fieldhouse Foundation website at www.urbanfieldhousefoundation.org. UFF Cares looks to help area student-athletes and community athletic programs within the city of Chicago. Coming up next, some news you can use in another edition of City Talk. Details after this. With a name like Cruise Planners, you might expect us to only sell, well, cruises. But in fact, what we sell are unforgettable travel experiences, regardless of where you're headed or how you'll get there. Because we believe the freedom to travel should come with a freedom of choice. We call it our cruisitude, a positive outlook on life and zest for travel. Whether you're looking for an all-inclusive resort in the Caribbean, a history-rich European tour, an exciting African safari, an intimate river cruise, a memorable ocean voyage, or a destination wedding of a lifetime. Cruise Planners helps take the stress and burden of planning it all off your shoulders. Because we understand the hardest part about travel is the actual planning. You know, spending hours upon hours online comparing prices, reading hotel reviews from people you don't even know, and trying to figure out what to do when you get there. I mean, why spend four weeks planning your one-week vacation? It can take the fun out of the experience. But luckily, Cruise Planners Travel Advisors are travel rock stars. All of our travel agents are travelers like you, but have an encyclopedia of travel knowledge. So just let them know what you want to experience, and like that, they can personally design your ultimate vacation, no matter your travel style or budget. And you can take all of that knowledge with you when you download the Cruise Planners mobile app so much travel information right in the palm of your hand cruise planners is an american express travel representative and also has access to exclusive travel offers so you won't have to worry about whether you're getting the best value for your experience your cruise planners travel professional is here to help turn your travel dreams into a travel reality so contact your cruise planners travel advisor today Welcome back to the H2S2 show. It's time now for some real talk in city talk. Brought to you by our friends at Be Unique Fashions. Located at 1971 West 111th Street in Chicago, they provide women with trendy, unique clothing and accessories at affordable prices. You can also shop online at their website. That's the letter B, UniqueFashions.com. 
And also check out the latest styles and fashions available on Instagram at Be Unique Fashions, the official sponsors of the H2S2 City Talk segment. Now we have another informative article from USA Today written by Cal Winters of Next College Student Athlete, one of the largest and most successful athletic recruiting networks in the country. This article talks about the four times to take action during your recruiting process. Now getting recruited can sometimes feel like a long and possible journey as you've heard from a few of the shining stars we've interviewed when asking about their recruiting process with so much for you the student athlete and the family to think about such as the rules and things this article offers a few ways to make the recruiting process more manageable they outline a few of the more common events that occur during the recruiting journey and here are some of the best ways they say to respond so check this out when we first read the article it talked about your athlete has to decide they are committed to competing in college sports. Before your family starts the recruiting process, the article says that everyone needs to sit down. We need to have a family meeting with everyone that matters in this process. You don't need to ask Uncle Buck or T.T. Bebe or the cousins in them to come down. No, you just need just the key decision makers in this process. And the questions that they say you should discuss is do you really want to play sports in college and are you prepared to take charge of the recruiting process so kids that's pretty much saying don't put it all on your mama and daddy you have to take charge of the recruiting process as you've heard some of the parents that we've interviewed i often ask them what is their experience like and they sometimes say we left it up to her i'm not her to decide on their own it's your first real pre-adult i'll say decision that you'll have to make and one of those things that you have to ask yourself is you have to understand the demands of being a collegiate student athlete so once you've had all of that what do you do next after the family meeting the next step revolves around researching recruiting process the potential schools that might be a good fit for you so you do and you learn about the different levels of competition like Division 1, 2, and 3, NAIA, JUCO, and find out what best fits you. And then you brush up on your scholarship facts so you know what to expect and how to maximize your scholarship opportunities. After that, they said you might start receiving some general recruiting information from schools. Just understand this, college coaches will often send generic information to a large pool of athletes to gauge who's interested in their program and who isn't. They'll send pamphlets about the school, they'll send recruiting questionnaires, camp invites, and other pieces of information that aren't personalized to you. So when you get that info, what do you do with it? They say you should learn the intent behind the different types of recruiting letters. They say you also should fill out those recruiting questionnaires. They suggest you send an introductory email with a link to your online recruiting profile. Now, the next event that you might encounter, you might attend camps or combines or other athletic events. Attending these events, they say, are a great way to keep your recruiting moving forward. They say combines give you another third-party verified stat, which college coaches trust more than measurements you might take in the kitchen. You know, when you were a little boy, a little girl, they would put a little mark in the doorway. This might help you out a little better than families taking their own management at the house. Showcases also gives you further exposure. If you stay tuned later on in the show, we have one in our area that's taking place in Elgin. Also, Baylor basketball. They have a lot of exposures here in the Midwest. All of the college coaches on every level that you can even think of attend those. So those are just a few things that we'll be telling you about as well. So they say, what do you do after that? You'll need to follow up with the coaches after you've attended an event. But how do you connect with them depends on what type of event it was. If it was a combine, you contact the coach that you're interested in, letting the coach know that you have some new stats for them to see. If it was a college camp, you should send a quick personalized email to the coach at the camp who you were interested in being recruited by. Now, other events, they said like showcases or skill development camps, you should always alert the coach that you're interested in, that you've taken steps to improve your game. One insider tip that they did give, think about this. Attending these events is another way to get updated film on you. That in mind when you're invited to those things. Now, 
another scenario they break down is you might have been communicating with the coach consistently for a few months. This gives basically the coach an opportunity to develop a relationship and better understand you as a student athlete in the recruiting process. A few months of communicating, you need to take a few crucial actions, they say. You need to pick up the phone and give the coach a call. Calls often are more productive than emails. You need to invite the coach to one of your games if you're playing baseball, softball, or track or something like that. Or if you're in basketball and you got a, a tournament coming up in AAU, you want to send the coach a schedule and let them come and check you out. Then they also say, as a family, remember we had a family meeting to start all this. As a family, you should schedule an unofficial visit with the coach and send the coach a few weekends that works for your family to come out and visit the school. Now, another insider tip, they say make sure you follow the NCAA recruiting rules and double check those to make sure you're not violating anything or putting your recruiting process in jeopardy. Visiting schools during the dead period as a family won't be able to talk to coaches on the campus during this time. The recruiting process, as you can see, has some stipulations or double check. Now those are just some of those events and ways that they offer to help you through the recruiting process. The recruiting process ultimately is just a series of events that require the appropriate and timely response. The more you understand how things work in the recruiting, the better equipped you'll be to take the right action at the right time. You might be nearing the recruiting process this spring. Just keep this in mind. The most important thing to remember are to be prompt and proactive in your approach to your process. We hope that this information we discuss in City Talk from articles such as this proves useful to you in your process. We look to provide information that helps boost the success rates of our student athletes in the Chicago area looking to enhance their lives through sport by playing at the collegiate level somewhere. Now, if you're listening and you want to find out a fun way to be closer to the game, then become a member of the H2S2 reporting crew. Here's details on how you can have some fun with me on Saturdays. Take a listen. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school. Because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. I'm Brace Hardy, an alumnus of Perspectives IIT Math and Science Academy in Chicago, and it's time for the high school holler roll call. Call in now, rep your school. This is Janessa representing everyone from class of 1998. Holla! This is Trina Smith representing everyone from the class of 1988. Holla! This is Joel Simberg representing the class of 1986. Holla! This is Keith Giles representing everyone from the class 1985. Holla! I'm Josette, class of 1989. You're listening to the only show that lets you know all about high school sports, the H2S2, with Steven, Spoon, Ramsey, and Holla. This is Patty G representing everyone from the class of 1990. Holla! This is Kim Taylor representing everyone from the class of 1991. Holla! Hey Chicago, this is Leo Negron representing Chicago's West Side, tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. We want to thank you for sharing another Saturday with us. Before we let you go, there's some things we want you to know. Coming up is the Baylor Youth Basketball Final Tryouts for Girls Grades 7th through 10th. For more information on that, you can go to their website, www.baylorbasketball.org. Last day of tryouts will be this Sunday, March the 4th in Highland, Indiana. So make sure you're a girl who's looking for some exposure. Baylor Basketball is a great organization to get it. 
we want to remind you of an opportunity to get some extra exposure at the 8th Annual Illinois Unsigned Senior and Junior Exposure for the class of 2018 and 2019 boys varsity level. They suggest you register right away. The camp is limited to 120 players with exposure to 325 college coaches invited from D2, D3, NAIA, and JUCO schools. Deadline to register is Friday, March the 9th. For more information on this, you can contact the camp's director, Coach Terry Head from Michelle Clark High School at 312-501-7287. We'd like to say a special thank, as always, to all of the coaches who joined us on this week's show. Coach Gary Bell from Bogan, Brandon Parker from John Hope, Dennis White from Frederick Douglass, Stephen Cullum from Finger, and Ed Stritzel from Nazareth. Also to our shining stars of the game, seniors Tyshawn Bryant and John Banks repping for the Douglas Tigers along with junior Annie Stritzel from the Nazareth Lady Roadrunners. Thank you to all of our show partners and segment sponsors who make it all possible for us to bring you the best show covering high school sports in Chicago. We look to hear from you on our social media pages. Holler at us on Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. Make sure you follow us on social media. Look for us at Urban Fieldhouse. And if you're on Facebook, give us a thumbs up to the High School Holler Sports Show page. Remember, you can always listen to a post of this broadcast along with many other past shows and segments on our website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes Podcasts and follow us on SoundCloud. Just search for us under Urban Fieldhouse Media. Young people, the quote for this week, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. Holla back at us next week and let's do it again, my friends, every Saturday. Family, as always, know God loves you and we do too. Until next week, I'll holla. You right, I can't be your Superman. Only to one. Love you, wifey. Holla back next week. High School Holla.